told you loving yourself could change your life. It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, it's me, Lo. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. All right, so much exciting stuff going on. Guys, I have something so huge. I think I mentioned the website. I'm working on planning a photo shoot. I mean, there's just so many exciting things moving, and I honestly, like, credit all of this to... Me learning to embrace myself, love myself, vote on myself, like, I don't know, confidence in myself, investing in myself. Yes, I've said a lot of yeses, and last week I talked about the year 40 and all the yeses and everything that I've been saying yes to, but I really do feel like it's all coming together. Like, the coach I've been working with, Jennifer, has been an absolute game changer for me. Like, I can't even, like describe enough of how much she's made these puzzle pieces like fit in my head so I can see the bigger puzzle now like the missing pieces that I've been feeling the overwhelmed feeling from all of this has stopped I am now fully like let's go I am in this I'm invested I'm investing my husband's invested like I'm diving all in so this is either going to be epic or it's going to be uh, you know, very bumpy with, you know, some wind, some some not wind, but learnings, and so winds, kind of silver lining winds, but whatever it ends up being, just know I am like one million percent into it. I am going. There's no turning back now at all. I've committed, I've signed contracts, you know, non-refundable fees, like, I've done everything to like guarantee but the thing is I am so excited about it I am finally now you know I was like great I'm costing all this money I'm doing all these things like I'm potentially postponing other dreams but I kept telling myself if not now when it's the biggest question you have to ask yourself because loving yourself means so many different things to so many people right like we can all think about it completely differently To some people, loving themselves is getting into that doctor appointment that they've been missing for years and taking that step of kind of ownership of their health or finding out if anything's going on, right? And that's a huge love yourself moment for some people. For other people, it's getting into the spa and it's completely unwinding for the time you're there and just giving into somebody else treating you or giving you treatment. And others, it's like, let me curl up with the book and read and disconnect from other people's energy and just like be with myself and get lost in, you know, the words the author has written. And that's total loving yourself too. I mean, all of that is the right way to do it. It really just depends on who you are, how you're wired, how your energy flows, like what you feel is right for you. And there's no right or wrong. So for me right now, like investing in everything and doing these opportunities is just the right move. I feel good about it. I feel strong about it. Like, I feel like I'm moving in the right way. I'm supporting myself. 
and believing in myself. And that's the thing, right? Because you can take action and do things, right? You can say, oh, I'm going to do this 5K. Oh, I'm going to sign up for this challenge. Oh, you know, I just want to read 20 books this summer. Like whatever it is that you're kind of telling yourself a goal, because a lot of times I think people don't think they give themselves themselves goals because they think of goals as these big lofty things a lot of times especially in personal life but goals are as tiny as I'm gonna go to the grocery store three times this month instead of every day or every week or I'm gonna make sure I clean my house you know twice this month whatever it is that's a goal even though you may not think about it that way that's what it is so these goals that we give ourselves you know, you can set them and sure, you can work to achieve them. But it's like, once you really connect that you are the one believing in yourself and you know you can do it, it's like that self-love and the belief in yourself provides this confidence You're because you're owning it then. You're like, you know what? I do have this and it is important because it's important to me. Your goals, your self-love, your belief in what you're doing does not have to be important to anyone else. Is it nice to have other people's support and them like on your journey with you and understanding like what you're what you're made of, what you want to be made of, what you're doing? Yes. I mean, hands down, you need support, but you're going to have people that are friends, that are family, that just don't get what you're doing or they don't like certain aspects of it or they just it's not for them and so they're like sorry I know I want to support you but that's really not something I'm into and the thing is you have to be okay with that like believing in yourself gives you the confidence and the ability to be like you know what no sweat I know it's not for everyone this is my journey anyway just you know celebrate me in the ways you can or support me in the ways you can so self-love so so, so, so important in this journey and just getting to a place where you can believe in yourself and you understand yourself. And that's kind of, that's what I'm talking about today is really getting to this point where you totally understand yourself, where you make sure that you're investing in figuring out you. Because, you know, we, we're on this earth. We're constantly changing. You're never going to be that same person you were yesterday today like you're a new person every single day that you are moving because things are slightly changing your mindset's changing how you thought about something the resources you have like we're just on this constant change it's basically just one long journey where every day something slightly different or new is happening with you and even if you feel like you're just doing the same thing over and over again your thoughts change, right? I mean, something is changing every single day. And that is what I want to talk about today is human design. But really the overarching theme of what this is about is making sure you're staying in tune with you. Because even though you are you, there are things about yourself that you may realize happen. You may figure out, oh yeah, there's a pattern. I do something like this. I have no clue why, you know, or You may realize you get really worn out being around other people and exhausted, but you don't know how to recharge. Or you may realize that you love being in front of people, but you hate being alone. Like there's all these different things that we do or how we say things, how we think about things. And it all has to do 
you know, with the energy within you, how you're designed to flow, how you best are optimized. And human design is one tool that can kind of help with that, at least for me anyway, I have found it. And so even if you're not into human design, you don't want to think about it, still tune into this episode because even though I'm going to speak through that lens, I think a lot of the learnings or themes that are going to come out of what I've learned on a recent call with Sue. She's so amazing. And she's going to be a guest on this podcast. So as soon as I know the date, I am going to make sure everyone knows that she is on because she is such a positive light and so just knowledgeable. Like words of wisdom come from her. And after I had the call with her last time, it was like, I felt so uplifted and like all the barriers and blocks that I had been putting up in my way and like all that negative talk and self-thought and like, can I do this? Should I be doing these investments? Is gone. Like the discussions I had with her made me realize where I was hanging myself up, which is huge when you're trying to move and do big things or just move on from a situation or you know, figure out, am I doing the right thing for me? Like knowing how you function is imperative to that because, you know, I fall into the trap a lot where I second guess myself, even though I can be confident and I know I should invest and I believe in myself. I I second guess myself. You've heard it on here. I've talked about it. It's a normal thing to second guess yourself or am I good enough? Am I worthy enough? Will they find me legitimate? You know, can I prove myself? And the answer is yes to all of those. Every single time you can, you can, you can, because you believe in you and you have self-love for yourself and you're building this whole toolkit within you that it's like so good that you're going to be unstoppable. The minute you figure out how to tap into self-love, your own energy, you can be a little bit more analytical about how you function and move so you can like operate in the smoothest, best way for you. That's really what human design is about is like operating smoothly in the best way. It's like you become an unstoppable force. Your energy changes. People are drawn to you. It's like this magnetism you're radiating is attracting the attention and the people you want. And you know, for me, human design is one of those things to the puzzle piece. In fact, I talked about it way long ago, but I have my physical book, which if you go on over to my Instagram, you will be able to see the book that I actually got with this post. It is so cool. Like a book that I'm on the cover of and it's huge and it says my name. Like, I don't know, that obviously strikes the eagle you go just a little bit there, but it's like, it is so cool because I have a book that tells me kind of how I'm wired or helps me sort through, right? It's not prescriptive necessarily. It doesn't like do X, Y, and Z, and then this will happen. No, it's not that type of thing, but it gives me guidance. And on the cover of my book, like the name of me that comes with it is the bibliotech, which means I love to read. I need knowledge. I want to know before I speak. I want to be educated about things. And even in in the book, it is so crazy, but it even talks about how I need the puzzle pieces. And it's funny because I have said that for years, like in my brain. And when I'm thinking of things 
or I'm trying to figure out like how to solve something or how to move to another area that's like unknown, I always picture a puzzle in my head. And I'm sure you've heard me refer to it on the podcast. And this was before human design even. I started the podcast before human design. I even got into it or knew what it was. But it's like literally in my brain, I picture like some puzzle. And, and no, I don't see all the art and everything on it. But like I picture these pieces and I always look at something like whether I'm at work, whether it's my personal, but I'm like, ooh, if I only knew this piece right here, I could put that in and then that would make sense. Like I, that's how I visualize all of it. I see it as like an actual puzzle where I'm like, okay, I'm missing that piece. I'm missing that piece. Like, and I know exactly then what I'm missing. And as it starts to come together, like the puzzle gets clearer and it's like, oh yeah, I totally got this now. Like now I know what to do. I have all the knowledge I need. I've figured out the missing parts and now I can proceed confidently. But it's funny because my human design book actually talks about that for me. I'm a 2-4 manifesting generator, but I have some like strong lines in my, you know, in my thing. And I had all these questions for Sue and I was talking to her because I was kind of just getting stuck and some stuff, and I realized, you know, that I feel like sometimes that I get really off balance, and that I feel like I'm not, you know, I don't necessarily belong in the space I'm trying to belong in, like the imposter syndrome. And she said, in like my gates, like 48 6 and those lines, it totally makes sense. Like, what I feel or what I get stuck in is in me. Like, it's in my makeup. It's in the way my human design chart works. But I am constantly trying to absorb resources from the environment. So, like, I'm constantly taking in what I'm feeling elsewhere, bits and pieces of knowledge. But the one thing that I do. So it's really good because, right, I'm a bit, I want to collect, I want to understand, I want to know more. So I'm constantly learning and trying to learn. But she said the one area that I kind of like go the other way with it is that I end up taking on somebody else's emotions about something sometimes, or I will muddy like what I truly feel by the way others are reacting to it. Like I will pick up their emotion, their feeling, or the collective's And like, that's what stops me sometimes because I'm free feeling or taking on a feeling that's not even mine, but I'm internalizing it. And it's funny because she said, you know, other, because I was telling her, as I shared here, I was not sleeping. Like I, in the middle of the night, I would be up for hours because I couldn't get myself to fall back asleep. My mind was just racing and I was worrying about things I didn't even necessarily think I needed to be worrying about. And she said, it makes so much sense because while we're going in the day, we can distract ourselves. You know, even if we're just sitting and watching TV or something, you can be playing on your phone. You're like doing all these things too, right? You're not just like sitting and watching. Usually you're usually like, let me check this. Let me do this. But you're constantly keeping your mind engaged. But the minute you fall asleep, you know, all that distraction shuts down. And then she was talking about, so your mind is free, to kind of like process whatever it's processing but she brought up like 
can you tell me like some of these stresses like were they legitimately yours and I'm like well no you know I wasn't actually really stressed about that but I felt like I I had all this stress around it and it's funny too because she pointed out then right away like well it's not actually your stress like you are taking on how other people feel about the situation and I was like oh my gosh you're right I did have a conversation about that with somebody and they were like oh that would be really stressful like I wouldn't know blah blah and I'm like it wasn't even my thoughts but I internalized them and made them my thoughts and then stayed up at night thinking about it when it was somebody else's thing to begin with and I'm sure you can you know understand that or relate like we do we get worked up by others sometimes and then like it becomes our own stuff but the funny thing is like I have actually had to stop watching some tv shows in the past um because they've given me so much anxiety from the things that are going on in the situations and the shows I'm like I can't even deal with this right now like this is too much like I am stressing for these people and the funny thing is the show was recorded months and months before the situation's done and gone but I'm like I can't handle it like sometimes I just get overwhelmed by watching other people's situations and I had no idea that that's why like I was absorbing it taking it on and then like putting it into my own like I was the one going through the situation but the plus side to some of this is this is how I have like related to people in the past and like why I'm doing this is because I do feel like I really when I'm listening to somebody and I like to be a good listener like that's kind of my thing like you know I am one of those friends who is like no I will sit there and I will listen I will not say a word like you let me know if you want my feedback but I am here to hear you and in some ways I feel like even though it is not always good to take on other people's things I feel like being listening in the way I do or like understanding and absorbing I can kind of give better feedback or support because I can get myself into their shoes more, right? Like doing something like that, even though it may take a toll on me and I may be sleeping and not, or not sleeping and thinking about your situation in the middle of the night, you know, in some ways I feel like that's a good thing. In other ways it is detrimental to me because there will be weeks where I will just go through these periods where I just can't stay asleep but because Sue brought that up and she was able to kind of like show me in my human design book where I needed to go to get tips or at least get a better understanding of how to shut that down more effectively so I can fall back asleep, I've been able to do so when I've woken up since that call. I practice like deep breathing. There's a few other distraction things I can do to really just recenter myself. And so far... They have been working. I mean, not perfectly. There have been a few hours lost here and there, but I've been able to tone it down some, which is just so wonderful. But it's good to know, you know, I don't have to take on everything. And I need to be aware that I do do that so I can recognize when I am doing it. Because trust me, I have enough of my own life to worry about and stress about where I don't need other people's thoughts of how I should be handling something floating around. And Doesn't that theme tie back into writing your own narrative? I mean, I've said that so much on this podcast because it is so important to know that you need to own your story. And that goes for being able to shield yourself from other people's opinions, being able to take them and 
pull what you want from them that you'll benefit from, but realizing you don't need everything and you definitely don't need to take on others' emotions unless there's a case where you feel like their emotion is the one you want versus the one you were having. Like if somebody's way excited about something and you're like, I'm so nervous about it, you're like, okay, let me lean into their joy because I want to feel that excitement and joy myself. I mean, this is all for you to decide, right? You are the one who's writing your story. You are the one who's owning your whole being and how you're presenting yourself, how you're showing up for yourself, how you're believing in yourself. So like lean into what you need to, but no, you don't need to take it all on. You have enough to worry about without other people's influence driving, you know, your lack of sleep or how you're processing. So that was like one major game changer from this call. Also this people pleasing. So in my incarnation cross, which is like a 4821 dash 3938, and I'm still very rookie at this, so please bear with me. But my role is to choose what to invest in with my energy. I need to choose what lights me up. And I thought that applied to like everyone, regardless of if it's in their human design or not. But your energy is everything, right? Your energy is your being. It's what you're putting out. It's how you're feeling. It's what, how you're moving. And, you know, if you're not choosing that, who is or what's going on that you're, you know, not choosing how you want to do it. So, and your energy is so important and it's limited, right? Like we all only have so much energy before we burn out and we need to be mindful of that so we can like nurture ourselves so we don't get to burn out. But it's like when you have the permission to choose where you invest your energy, it's kind of a game changer because the people pleaser side of me, the one who maybe feels like I'm not fitting in or like I need to do this or I need to be this mediator mediator in the role or I need to, you know, say yes to certain things or I need to do things because I feel like it might hurt other people's feelings if I don't do them. That takes so much energy because I'm not moving in the way I really want to when I'm doing that. I am giving in to what I feel other people want me to do. And that's not living life authentically. And here I am saying, be you, live your life authentically, like live that way. And I totally believe it. And I do practice it. But I do have a few instances where I feel like I don't want to rock the boat. Ever been there where you're like, I don't want to, oh my gosh, things are going so well right now. Like, do I really want to teeter over here? Do I really want to like, you know, make this ripple over here cause some you know potential anger you know whatever it is like do I want to stir the pot here the answer is yes (laughs) and so it's like I'm giving you I'm not even giving you just take permission take ownership of investing your energy where it's going to best benefit you and this is something like that I am constantly practicing and I have found times that I've gotten really good at it. And I'm like, nope, I know that's not aligning for me. I'm putting my stake in the ground on this one. And Sue said to me, like, you have to be ready for when the recipient of your stake in the ground is not aligned with what you decided. Like, they're not okay with it. And, you know, I have been the brunt of that. Like, I have traveled with, uh, you know, someone before who was like, 
no, we need to do this together. And I was like, that is not me. I need a day to just do my own thing and, you know, take this break and go see this. And it became an issue. It was like, I'm not happy with that. That's not what I wanted. Um, You know, I got flack for my decision to take my own day and take a pause and do something for myself. But the thing is, it was my trip too, right? Not just the other person's trip, it's my trip too. And just because you're traveling with someone doesn't mean that you always want to do the same things as them. And it's like, me, I am a, so the two four, the two is a hermit, which means I need alone time. Like I recharge being alone and I'll actually give a really good description of what a two four is in a minute, like an analogy for it. But the four side is like the networker, the one who wants to be out and doing things, you know, mixing with people and making connections and growing and doing all these things, which is a really strong needing to balance, right? Because you have one side of me that's like, nope, I need to be in solitude, like nobody else's energy. Let me just zen and get in touch with myself and just recenter, recharge. And the other side's like, go, 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 go. So it's a really interesting thing. And I have totally felt in different times of my life where one side has been way more dominant than the other. And it's like my constant struggle is figuring out how to balance myself. I'm a Libra too. I'm all about wanting this balance, but I have been totally off balance at times. And I can recognize that now when it's happening because I have awareness of, I guess, even like words of how to describe myself or who I am. But my whole point to telling you that was, you know, on the trip, like doing something with somebody or activities with the family if you're on vacation, or maybe you're even just out for the day together. But whatever it is, like, sometimes you just need a minute for yourself. And in that situation, I had to be strong for myself and say, I don't even care what the repercussion is. Like, this is something that is desperately needed for me to be able to show up the rest of this time or to be able to show up in a nice, positive way instead of just being angry. Because when I get too much in that social side and I don't have a minute to recoup or sit with myself away from others like eventually I just start getting you know a little more nitpicky a little more you know testy like I'm like here let me shoot this little jab or let me just say it this way like I get a little rude and I don't like that about myself and it's like as soon as I see that coming I should be like red flag red flag like take Take time, take a minute, just tell them in order for me to stay the person you want me to be, like, let me have a moment to myself. Let me go recharge for an hour and then we can hang out again. Like, and I've realized that's a boundary I have to establish. Another theme, set boundaries for yourself. Only you know how you work well, so do it. But the thing is, okay, a two, four, I'm going to jump into that and then I'll talk a little bit more about this. And then we'll wrap for today because there's so much good stuff to cover in future episodes. All right, getting distracted. That's because I'm smiling. I have so much energy right now. But thing is, so a 2-4, the way I've had it described to me, which made total sense, is say I'm sitting in a living room or 2-4 is sitting in a living room 
and it's on a busy street, so people are walking by, they're looking in. The two side of me is sitting there doing whatever I'm focused on. I have no clue that people are looking, waving, walking past, like it's not even anything I'm aware of. But then somebody actually walks into the room and like gets my attention and changes that for me. Then I have to be like, oh, hey, yeah, okay. And I have to switch into this. Yeah, let's be social. Let's do this. So it's like I'm perfectly content and not aware of what's going on around me when I'm in my two. And when I'm in my four, it's like I'm totally on, I'm totally invested, and I'm totally there. And it is so true because there are a lot of, I can sit on a busy street corner or like in my office at work and be in one of the busiest spots, you know, where the microwave or whatever, and I don't even hear, and I am not aware of all the traffic that's passing by my desk. I don't even get distracted by it. And before I even knew about human design, I'm saying like all the way back in the beginning of my career, I have always said that because people are like, don't you get distracted? You're like right by, you know, the break room. And I'm like, I can't even hear the break room. And it's funny because I have been seated next to microwaves or like the sink kitchen areas, I think in almost all but one job. So I must be attracted in some way to be sitting there because I can handle it, I guess. I don't know. It is kind of funny that that's where I end up. But this happened at more than one job and people, you know, when you're kind of on an end or in an aisle way, they're like stopping by. Um, but it's like people always ask, aren't you distracted sitting here? And I'm like, actually, no, I have no clue what's happening at all. So I totally get that about myself in the two. Like I can, I get lost in what I'm doing. I'm very good at just being my being by myself with myself and in fact like reading is one of my biggest recharging things I know I share books that I love all that stuff that is my zen like if I could sit and read for hours which I do sometimes where I will literally read like a book in two days or a day that is like my ultimate zen spot love it another thing though or I love walking along water by myself yes beach lakes But yes, the other side of me is like, oh, let me flip that switch real quick. As soon as somebody does disrupt me at my desk and says, hey, you know, I just wanted to say hi. It's like, oh, hey, how's it going? I have a full on conversation that I can flip again and go right back into my work. So it's interesting that it brought it up that way because I've never looked at it that way. I mean, I sure I I, now that I read it and think about it and talk to Sue about it's like, oh, yeah, I've done that a ton. But It's the big point is like your energy trumps everything. You need to align with how you're feeling and you may not be a two, four, you may be somebody totally different, but it's like the more you know about that, the better you can be for yourself. And that's why I like human design or I love just learning in general about myself or figuring out more like this because it gives me more tools to make sure I'm supporting me moving forward. Like that's my main primary goal in this world right is to make sure that I can be the best me moving forward and I just feel like the more you know about yourself the more you can do that the more you can love yourself the more you can believe in yourself and it's like it's like this whole ecosystem right like the more you're feeling yourself and really just figuring out who you are the more authentically you'll live and it creates this positive cycle and I just love it because you're believing in yourself you're like oh 
I do this. That's actually really cool. Oh, wait, I'm not aligned to feeling that great. Let me like, you know, change slightly so I can get back to that really great feeling. Like you become more aware and you realize when your energy's off or when you're doing something that doesn't really feel authentic to you. And it's like, even if you don't change it that time, you've become aware of it. So like the next time something's happening, you're like, oh, wait, let me like change this slightly so I feel a little differently. And that's all we're asking for. Self-love journey is going to be forever ongoing. You're always going to be changing in self-love and moving and growing and anything you can do to arm yourself with things, you know, to move you forward is just really cool. So for me, human design is just one of those ways, but Sue is really good about honoring yourself and really a strong force in like educating I mean, she's somebody you can work with one-on-one, all that kind of stuff, which is so cool. But she's really good about educating and being really good about setting those boundaries or really like owning the different parts of you so you can show up really strong for yourself. And she's just a great motivator overall. So I cannot wait until she is on this pod and you can hear it all from her because she knows a million, quadrillion times more than I do on this. I am just like a little rookie novice who is just entering her, you know, human design discovery phase. So that's what I have to say though today is really just own yourself. Be who you are. Be authentic. Love everything that's about you because it all works in one way or another as the complete package. And a quick update, because I know some people have asked what has been going on with the skin cancer stuff. I told you the cheek was all good. The nose did not. um, The aggressive treatment we were trying with the cream and like the freezing thing didn't work. Um, So got a biopsy. So I will know more in the, I don't know, next week or so I'm guessing, but you can follow on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones to see what does happen. I'm a big, big, big advocate of wearing your sunscreen. I have powders. I have eyeshadows. I have foundations. I have liquid sunscreen. I mean, I have all the kinds that you can have. I've had makeup setters. Like, it just varies based on, like, the timing. But since we're moving into summer seasons, it's even more important because UVs get really high. I mean, they do year-round, but... Summer, we tend to be more exposed and out than maybe winter. So just think about that while you're going out. All right, everyone, thank you for tuning in again. I am so glad you're here with me on this journey and grateful for every opportunity moving forward. Can't wait to catch up next week. Have a wonderful week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM, let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.